As junior doctors in England prepare for industrial action in coming weeks, many people have argued that patients come to harm when doctors strike. But does the available evidence support this view? An analysis article in the BMJ examines international data from previous industrial action by doctors over the years. I'm joined now by two of the authors of the article to discuss what they found. With us we have David Metcalf, Specialty Registrar in Trauma and Orthopaedic Surgery and currently a Fulbright Scholar in Health Policy at the Centre for Surgery and Public Health at Harvard Medical School. Hello David. Hi. And we also have um, Ritham Chowdhury, who is a research associate, physician, epidemiologist and biostatistician, also at the Centre for Surgery and Public Health at Harvard Medical School. Hi, Ritham. Hi. Thank you both so much for joining us. Um, We'll just start just by asking you what might be an obvious question. Um, What prompted you to write this article? So, uh, as you know, Junior doctors in the United Kingdom, um, specifically in England, have been um, were recently balloted. They were asked whether they were prepared to undertake strike action over a dispute with the government. Um, obviously, that's caused a lot of concern, um, but both amongst doctors and amongst commentators in the UK. And so, it seemed like uh, an important topic to tackle head on and to um, explore the evidence um, from previous strikes to see how they can um, inform the answer to that question. Can you tell us a little bit about the previous strikes that have happened? Uh, there, are, there are nine different studies that are exploring data from seven different doctor strikes in the literature. Um, those strikes um, vary from um, South Africa to um, Israel to um, the United Kingdom and the United States. So there are a number of, there's quite a range of countries that are represented. Um, and they vary from um, occurring strikes that occurred in the 1970s um, to those that occurred um, within this decade. But on the whole, most of the strikes um, were very similar in, the, in one respect, and that is that although planned and elective care was disrupted, um, in all the strikes bar one, um, emergency and urgent care was guaranteed for patients. Okay, so um, that sounds quite similar to what's being proposed to happen in the UK. Uh, so it, it is um, very similar to the um, first proposed strike day, which is um, along the emergency care model, um, what the um, British Medical Association um, in the UK have said is that um, junior doctors will be on strike but will continue to provide emergency and urgent care. Um, the second two days that have been announced um, suggest the withdrawal of junior doctors from urgent care as well, um, which I think is um, is new in terms of previous strikes that have been studied. Um, however, um, the BMA, I think fairly convincingly, um, have said that consultants, um, so that's the most senior doctors available in the hospital, um, will be available to provide emergency care. So although junior doctors won't be providing um, that care. Uh, it, there seem to be fairly robust plans in place to ensure that emergency care is not affected during um, the second two days as well. Okay. Um, okay, having examined this data then, can you talk us through what you found? There, there seems to be a, a broad consensus from the previous studies um, that doctor strikes that ensure that emergency and urgent care um, are still provided to patients have not in the past led to excess patient deaths 
And that seems to be the, the headline finding. Um, there were no studies that departed from that finding. Uh, they either reported that um, the number of patient deaths didn't change or that they fell um, during doctor strikes. The only exception um, to that rule was a, a fairly, um, I think, a fairly unique study in the sense that it reported um, uh, from South Africa. And that strike saw all doctors um, in a whole province of 5.5 million people. Um, and apparently all nurses and other healthcare staff um, go on strike all at the same time, um, which left only one hospital functioning in this very large province. And that um, predictably um, saw an increased mortality at that hospital, um, which uh, appears to have become overwhelmed. Okay, and um, in the article, you talk a little bit about why you think these findings have happened. I mean, it kind of goes against what you might intuitively think, um, that you would, as many people have also seemed to suggest, that um, if you have fewer doctors working, that may expose patients to harm. But that doesn't seem to be borne out by um, these mortality findings. So why do you think that is? The main thing seems to be people suggest that it's the fact that elective operating stops and then the other possibilities are that senior staff are brought in to cover junior doctors they do at least as good a job if not a better job and another possibility that's been raised is that um, actually only a, a small number of doctors are required to provide urgent or emergency care and so even if even if most doctors are on strike the fact that some doctors are available is enough to prevent the death rate from changing Another probability that some people have suggested is that the doctors are better rested, so they are able to provide a better quality of care during such uh, events. So you have senior doctors who are better rested, who are able to provide care, and also the teams are are more uh, bigger when they provide such emergency care as compared to when uh, uh, when there's when there's no such action going on. That's something else that people have proposed. However, when we look at these studies, we must always take into account the fact that these are observational studies. They are taking two different phenomena and associating them to each other. Uh, and observational studies are slightly lower quality studies as compared to a clinical trial. So when we interpret studies which are observational, we must be very careful as to the findings that we get from them because association may not mean causation. No, of course. Yeah, it's always good to, to highlight that. Um, can I ask also, um, did any of these studies look at any outcomes other than um, mortality? Did they um, look at sort of other aspects of um, patient important outcomes or patient experience? Do we have any idea about um, how these strikes might affect sort of wider wider patient outcomes? Overwhelmingly, the um, studies we included looked at um, mortality as their, their outcome measure. Um, there was um, a few other outcomes reported. So I think there was a Spanish study which included length of stay and um, a couple of studies from New Zealand reported things like length of stay and waiting times in the emergency department. Um, the New Zealand studies showed that those um, sort of surrogate outcomes uh, improved um, during the doctor strike, which might, might have been because fewer patients presented to hospitals during the strike, knowing that there was a, re a potentially reduced service available, or that the consultants that were providing emergency care during that time um, were just quicker and, and smoother in the absence of uh, absence of trainees. What happens during a strike and then what happens kind of in that period after, after a strike and then when services 
kind of a resumed back to normal. Do we see any sort of spike in mortality or any changes? Only a, a couple of the studies from the 70s um, that were based on a strike in California commented on what happened after the strike. And in those studies, they had found that death rates fell during the strike. And so their only comment was that there was a slight increased mortality after the strikes, which they attributed to um, a lot of the elective workload that hadn't happened during the strikes suddenly happening. Um, but they said overall, the deaths that occurred after the strike were the same number that they would have expected to have occurred during the striking period. Okay. Now, many of the people listening to this will be um, interested in how this might be relevant to what's happening um, here in England. It will be good just to raise kind of Rhythm's point from earlier about the caveats that, you know, when we're discussing these kind of studies. And can you talk a little bit about how um, applicable or not you think these findings might be to the to the UK? So Rhythm is absolutely right that these are all, um, I think, universally uh, low quality um, observational studies. To some extent, we can be reassured by the fact that all of the studies reach the same finding. H- however, um, I think whenever you get a major um, disruption to the organisation of healthcare, there is, a, there is a risk to patients. However, based on the evidence that is available to us, um, I don't think we should expect any substantial harm to come to patients. David Metcalf and Ritham Chaudhary, thanks so much for speaking to us today. And that paper, What Are the Consequences When Doctors Strike, is now available on the bmj.com.